Warning, this show is a put together by morons. Listen if you want, I don't give a shit. Ladies and gentlemen, it's David Ends and Y. And put him in control. That's why it's time for Wise Cracking with Winter. Watch him become a god. That's right, I'll become a god. <laughs> oh, guys, welcome back. Welcome back to the big show. Sorry, missed you last week, but, uh,. I ended up uh, catching a flu bug, believe it or not. Believe it or not. And that's after getting a flu shot. Flu shots are bullshit. I'm not saying don't get one because I'm not a doctor and what do I know, but I still got the flu after getting the shot. Well, Paul and Justin are back here on the big show and we cannot wait to entertain you guys. How are you doing tonight? Entertaining is a strong word, dude. <laughs> and then what would you call this? I don't know. What would we call this? Man, sure. <laughs> That's about it. Being kept from going to bed with five minutes notice. No, that's not the truth. Because I told you last night that we were going to do the show in week nine for Sunday night football. at uh, 10 what? o'clock. Central Standard Time on Wednesday. It is ten oh three. You don't remember anything. I think you might have Alzheimer's, dude. Have you been? Checked I was already out? sleeping by that time. Okay, Last, I don't understand. Going around all week, waiting, waiting, and waiting to get a call, a text, anything about last week's podcast, and nothing, not a zip. So, Here's the funny thing about that. You're the producer. Why do you need to wait for a phone call? Oh, I thought I was political, Paul. No, you're political slash producer, Paul. And sometimes you got to take the bull by the horns and call the talent and find out what's going on with the show instead of sitting around watching Gunsmoke. Well, this sounds like it's past the buck punk, punk ass, Paul. Sort of, wow. sort of. It's like, hey, if nobody calls me, I don't have to do anything. I guess I'll go back to um, petting the cats. Yeah, and- just just for the just for the the listeners out there to know, my roles as producer are to answer your call, contribute these picks, and take the audio file you send to me and get it up into all the. Uh, is where people listen. That's, that's it. That's what she's not. Saying. Not to schedule you. Not to tell you when you're available to do a podcast, dude. You got to be Mike's daddy to do that. I mean, that's what he's asking for. He's got a daddy one floor up. I don't know. I know, but he needs another one. Well, I'm glad you two are you both very busy, busy, busy realtors were able to join us for the program tonight. So you both want to go to bed early tonight. Why is that? You're realtors. Why do you need to get up early in the morning? For because what? We got to go drive people around and do work for free. 
Who are you going to drive around at uh, 6 o'clock in the morning to go look at houses? Well, get my fat ass up so I'm not fat, so fat so I can be working and uh, looking at people's homes and giving them uh, price, price opinions um, and things like that. And then chasing down people who treat us like car salesmen um, because, you know, they don't value what we do. And then after that, you get to run around spending all the gas out of your gas tank to show them houses and stuff like that only for them to disappear in six months. Because yeah. they get a better deal. All that. What do you mean get a better deal? Uh, renting? All that, Mike. No, 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 plus, no, no. I got plus. Paul, meeting tomorrow. Do you, have any, do you have any clients right now, Paul? I got a nine o'clock meeting downtown. Did you hear me say that? I did hear you say that. So what's the meeting about? It's with a client. Okay. The and city? Some people from the city. And that's all that you need to know. That sounds like bullshit. Here's what I think is going like he doesn't want to jinx, jinx business because every time you tell somebody you have some business, it disappears. Take us through one of your days, Just 10. So you get up at what time usually every day? Well, about 7, 7.30. 7.30. Okay. I'm guessing that you go over to the shower house and rinse off and then come back to the trailer. Darn right. I try to do some working out and at least do the executive Hit the hot tub, shower, shave, whatever. Right, okay. Sometimes not shave, okay. whatever. So you throw on whatever you're going to wear for work, and you're at the uh, realty office by what time? Well, the goal is to be in there by 9, but it usually takes 10 if I'm pushing a lot of iron. <laughs> pushing a lot of iron? Do you have an iron spoon? Are you eating like boxes of cereal? I mean, what's going on? Well, the, yeah, don't you know cornflakes are fortified with iron? What a crock of shit. A, a realtor sets their own hours, but you two you need to be about? in bed. That's the furthest thing from the truth. We are on call, girls. We're always on everybody else's schedule. The best way to get a client is to uh, book a vacation. Then three people will want to work with you. Okay. All right. Is that the same way it is for you, Paul? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Let's go with that. It doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right at all. Well, of course not. You got you got a pie in the sky idea of what being a realtor is. Oh, I got a you really good idea of what being a realtor make is. Too much money. No, I I got a really good idea of what being a realtor is, and it's uh, not what you described. It's a lot different. I, I'm because. Yep. Paul, political slash producer Paul, happens to be a realtor, as we all know, with Carpenter Realty in Indianapolis. That's Carpenter Realty in Indianapolis. If you're looking for a house, look no further than Paul Lambie at Carpenter Realty. But he tells me that he is a night owl, and he's usually up until 3, 4 in the morning. So that's why it struck me as odd that tonight he needs to be in bed by 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. To be at an appointment by nine. Dude, it gets dark at five now. What's that got know, to do I'm with anything? For, uh, turning back the clock next week, dude. We got turned back the clock in three days. That's right. Oh, I so see. I'm already getting, I'm trying to get adjusted, getting ahead of it. I see. Okay. So what's in the news, yeah. guys? You know what's in the news is the flu. Have you guys gone out and gotten your flu shots yet? Why would I yep. never get the flu? 
the only year I've ever gotten the flu or anything supposedly like the flu was the year I got a vaccination. That's a damn lie. No, 100% true. I don't believe it. I don't believe it at all. My girlfriend in college made me get a flu shot. I wound up getting walking pneumonia and uh, bronchitis. It's BS. So you blame that on the flu shot? It seems coincidental that's, that that is literally the only time I've ever gotten the flu or been sick. It's BS. You know, there's no active flu strain in the flu shot, right? Well, doesn't it seem kind of ironic that that's the only year? I'm not taking any chances, dude. Dude, you are 65 <laughs> years old, and you've never gotten the flu once in all 65 once. I got the years. Flu once, the year I got a flu shot. It's bullshit. Oh, God. Well, he he did say it was a coincidence. Did you get a COVID vaccine, Justin? Fuck no, why would I do that? I don't get the flu. <laughs> Paul's got a website you need to look at. Paul, what's the name of that website with the, all the people that passed on because of COVID? Oh gosh, I haven't looked at that in a while. It's uh, it's called sorryantivaxer.com. <laughs> Do you think Justin has gonna... got tales and tales of people who trash talked the vaccine or just trash talked COVID and period on social media prior to getting COVID and then being in the hospital? And then being on a ventilator, and then dying from being on a ventilator to possibly live, and then dying. And it also includes, uh, yeah, most of the people on there have died, but they also <clears throat> include the the spouses. Yeah, my, uncle, my uncle died that, from being uh, on a ventilator. The ventilator killed him. Pretty much, he got over the COVID, but his lungs were shot, and then he died two weeks after he got out of the hospital. Because he needed a lung transplant. They also highlight the uh, the spouses who complain about the doctors and nurses and hospitals not uh, not treating the, their uh, loved ones the way they think they should be treated with uh, other treatments that uh, the medical professionals don't believe work. No, the medical professionals know that they work, but are told they can't do them. Okay. Know that what works. Yeah, dumb bastard. Iver, that ivermectin or whatever, the horse stuff. Go look it up. There's a bunch of things that work. What work? You tell me what works. I don't know. I never had it. I don't need to know what the fuck it works. But you've been doing your research and watching no, your, your version of the news. I, I don't get the flu. I don't need the jab. It's that simple. The jab. It's very British. Okay. We call it a shot here in America, commie. All right? It's a shot. <laughs> hey, it's my body. So now you're supposed to tell me what what I can't do with my body? I, did I tell you to go get a shot? You just called me a commie because... Because it's oh, not a jab. I, it's I a shot. My, my kid, so I'm, I'm a commie. It's not a jab. It's a shot. Say, I don't want to get a shot. No. It's Why? It's a bullshit shot. So you don't want to get a shot. Say, I don't want to get a shot because I'm scared. So let me ask you this, Mike. When 90% of people who died from COVID, or the uh -oh. people who they put down as died from COVID, uh, were above 50, above ha had all sorts of other health issues, 
but why are we giving this shit to children who are not affected by it? Quote your source. Is it Newsmax? Uh, they had it on the fucking news. Newsmax. NBC News. <laughs> I just don't look up some stats once there, Mike. I just don't want you to die. The world needs realtors, and we can't lose even one. Well, so. <laughs> the, the world needs good realtors. There's a big difference between a realtor and a good one. What's the difference? Uh, 50% of realtors don't know how to do their own fucking job. Did you take a poll? I mean, is this... Would like- you say that's about right, Paul? Or low? Yeah, that's pretty close. That's that's pretty close. So why should anybody trust realtors then? If half of them are bad? Well, you got to get a good one. Well, how do you know if you have a good one or not? Besides Paul Lambie well, over at Carpenter Realty. That's Paul Lambie. He's over there at Carpenter Realty. A good realtor for you. Maybe you talk to them. Well, what kind of questions? Find out what the hell they know. What kind of questions would I ask? Um, do you have your picture on a park bench? Do you know what my first question would be? Did you get a vaccine or not? <laughs> yeah. I've had a bunch of vaccines. I've had them twice. Name all the vaccines you've got. I don't know. I had to get all my childhood shots twice because they lost my records. In the Great Barn Fire? You said you grew up on a farm, right? I don't know. I'm an alien, dude. They lost my medical records twice. <laughs> I, I don't I, think there I, were any I records. Area 51 houses them. I must have alien DNA in me or something. It's better than nothing, right? There you go. It's me. So there you go. <laughs> no. So do either of you guys have um, a smallpox vaccination? Um, Paul? That's, I don't know. Well, you would know if you did, so that'd be no. How would I know? You'd have a big scar on your left arm. What if I lost? What if the records were lost? In the you'd great, have a big scar on your left arm. In the great barn fire. Yep. Mike, do you have a smallpox vaccine? Do I have a small cock? What? Well, we know that. <laughs> That's a given. For just God's sake, you're hey, living in your father's basement. Just, I don't think just a because you've seen that. a couple of Polaroids, that doesn't mean anything. Okay. <laughs> I left those at your mom's house as a thank you. You don't need to be looking at them, right? You know, the only part that was troubling is that you had it uh, candy striped like a candy cane, and it's swirling around it. That that that's rather troubling. I don't know how you did that, but that's troubling. That's the way your mom liked it, so that's what I did. Hey, fetish, fetish nation, right? No, your mom was a younger woman back then. I mean, this was shit. How old are you? What are you trying to say? My brother's not my brother? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you need to sit down with your mom and have a conversation. <laughs> this was about 30 years ago. How old is your brother? Uh, about 29 years old. Well, math is close. <laughs> Paul was there. Well, it, it he doesn't be, look like any of us. It so. could be Paul's or mine. I don't know. Ah, Paul, you want to weigh in? Bastard. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, are, 
So nobody. Are we doing football picks? Yeah, we're gonna do football picks, but I got a couple of uh, a talk, couple of talkers. And while I look those up, Paul, why don't you tell us about uh, cranky Yankee corn dogs? What are you looking up? Cranky Yankee corn dogs, apparently. Yeah, talk about uh, cranky Yankee corn dogs for a second. Do they are they online? Well, can you order them online? You know, I don't. I don't know. You can order. But if you're ever over on the old Emerald Isle, that would be uh, Ireland, not Northern Ireland, not Southern Ireland. Well, actually, it is kind of Southern by default, but this regular old Ireland. Look around and see if you can find the Cranky Yankee corndog trailer. It could be a music festival. It could be at a food truck gathering. It could be in the park. It could be like down by the river behind a van. Wow. With the motivation spear inside. But anywhere you see that cranky Yankee uh, corndog trailer in Ireland, uh, they're going to be ready to provide you, oh man, some of the tastiest breaded wieners that you've ever experienced in your life. So uh-huh. if you're over there, take a look for them. Uh, and you can look on their website and see where they're going to be. But hey, if you're not over in Ireland, then uh, you can order some of their batter and put it there. You get it online or you just have to call? Your very own. <laughs> uh, you know, whatever wiener you've got lying around. You can batter it up. With cranky you know what I would like to do things. with this cranky Yankee stuff? What's that? I think we need to, St. Patrick's Day is just right around the corner, as you well know. So we need to, like, instead of corned beef and cabbage, we need to be doing cranky Yankee Franks. Paul, you want to weigh in on that? Uh, yeah, I'm not a corned beef guy, so, you know, that's that seems like a decent idea to me. But, uh, you know, I'm also not as Irish as you are, Mike, so... Well, no wonder he has a little weenus. I'm only, I'm only about like, you know, one thirty-second Irish or something. Just 10, how many Irish cocks have you seen? Be honest. I don't know. I came from a German community, so there weren't many in the shower. Then how would you know how big they are? Well, uh, I've heard a lot of women's tales about the little leprechauns, having little leprechauns. Okay. Like a lot of <laughs> so, women, hey. would that be like five? For sure. We're kind of getting derailed a little bit here. I need to just let everybody know that corndogs.ie, that's the place to either find the Cranky Yankee corndog trailer or order your own batter t-shirt. Corndogs.ie. Thank you, Paul. So before football picks, it's time for another installment of Am I the Asshole? And you guys will get to weigh Probably. in. Okay. Well, we know what the, what the answer is here, so. This is kind of a show for assholes, so it's good that we just read this stuff. So here it is, guys. Am I the asshole for not letting my husband sit with us during girls' night in? My husband, 35 years old, is disabled. He's in a wheelchair and is home 24-7. Because he needs Ooh, because he needs me twist. around to assist him, I'd have him in his chair nearby while I do laundry or cook or clean. 
He's with me most of the time, except for when I go to the bathroom. But even then, he'd complain about me being away for so long. I don't even go shopping. Everything gets delivered to our home. I haven't seen my girlfriends for a while and have arranged to start having girls' night ins at my place since I can't be away from home, especially at night. I asked my husband for some privacy when my friends come over, and he took it badly. He took it as I was annoyed and bothered by him, which she probably is, but I assured him it wasn't like that. He said if it's true, then I'd let him sit with us during girls' night in. I absolutely said no and tried explaining that my friends and I need privacy, and this is the only time we spend together. I also explained that having him sit with us could ruin the purpose of Girls' Night In. He threw a hissy fit and called me selfish and rude for refusing. He started giving me the cold shoulder, saying until I agree to include him, he will not be speaking to me. So is she the asshole for choosing this hill to die on. Paul, go ahead. Dude, I think you could I think you could find better letters in Dear Abby. I think you could find better letters because you're the producer of the show. Oh, uh, I should do all the work. I shouldn't do anything. I just wait for it's, Mike to call. I'll come over and turn on your microphone for you also. Then he Will criticizes what Mike does. I don't like the letter he picked. Girls, 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 quit fighting. Is there an answer there or not, Paul? Uh, well, the answer is obvious. Of course, she's not the asshole for wanting one hour away from somebody. Like, am I am I missing something? Yes, you are. Seems like a no brainer. But he's disabled. I'm say the opposite, and yes, of course, she is an asshole. Wow. Okay, expand on that, Justin. Well. She's so selfish that she's not going to do a poker night or something for him. <clears throat> she said in the letter that he can't get out of the house. He only gets to see her. What about he? This is somebody else's coming into the home, somebody else to relate with. He starves for attention because he only sees her, obviously. So if she brings friends over and then kicks them to the other room, that's, I mean, that's just terrible. I mean, what, what's this guy's poor psyche about? You know, if she would be doing the okay, if she would be arranging a poker game and some guys coming over and hanging out and doing that, that'd be one thing. But no, she's not doing that. She's doing something for herself and being selfish when this guy can't you, get out of his fucking chair or probably even wipe his own ass. Did you ever consider that maybe no guys want to come over and play poker because he is the asshole? Yeah. Well, he might be a bit of an asshole. He could be just kind of a curmudgeonly bitter, angry guy that nobody wants to be friends with, and he doesn't well, have. Any I know friends. we're talking about exactly like you, Mike. But if you have a poker party, oh my God. people are coming over. Well, yeah, of course. I don't give a. So there you go. Answer solved. Doesn't matter if he is an asshole. If there's poker involved, people show up. Okay. So, so she's not this an segment over? No. So she's not an asshole as long as she plans a party for him and his friends in quotation marks. Then she can have her party even though she spends every single minute of the damn day with him already. Now she has to do this for him too. I mean, is his mouth broke? 
can he not make a phone call? Can he not send a text message and invite some friends over to play some poker? Uh, I'm sure not because yeah, he can't call an asshole. Don't get you can't have anybody come over because they'll make a mess and blah blah blah. Then there'll be something else I have to clean up and blah blah blah. Now I'm supposed to make some food for them. Blah blah blah. Wow, you think she's like that? You think she's like? I don't know. She could be. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Huh. Well, that puts a different spin on it. But I'm still gonna go with uh, he's a cunt. He's the asshole. <laughs> I, I well, I'm gonna say that they, you know, realistically, they both have a ways to go with what they should be doing and not be so fucking selfish. Both of them. How is she being selfish? She spends every waking minute taking care of this guy who's crippled. And then she wants an hour with her friends and just rolls them into like a closet. What's the big deal? <laughs> exactly. Dude, you know it's not an hour. You know it's from like fucking 6.30 till midnight or 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, bullshit. How long does it take to drink a bottle of wine? Because that's all they Dude, do. They sit there. What, what woman? What woman's group drinks one bottle of wine? They every woman drinks like two bottles of wine. Oh bullshit! <laughs> they'll be like two bottles of wine, and they'll sit around and listen to Dave Matthews oh. and complain about their husbands. That's like what ninety minutes. He can't. Oh, he can't handle. Right. He can't handle being in the closet for ninety minutes. Dude, right. why do you like being in the closet? Okay, that's the easy jokes. It's, you don't have to get them all. It's two to three hours tops. <laughs> Especially if it's on a weeknight. So, I mean, a, a, re a real situation here, Mike. I'm listening. Your, fa your father doesn't get out much, does he? He gets out and he likes to fuck. All right. Okay, but what about it? When people come over to visit you, does he clomp on and say, hey, there's people here. Cool. No, I lock them in the bathroom. Oh, well, there you go. No, if I'm having people over, they'll greet him. You know, if I'm having a poker game, he, of course he's invited to play. Well, you, but, of you course know. you're building the pot. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, you want to weigh in on that? Is it time for football? I got to yeah, get was to about bed. 15 minutes ago. I got a meeting at nine o'clock and I've got a big frowny face. Because I'm only going to get nine hours of sleep tonight. Uh, yeah. My meeting starts in nine and a half hours. Right. What is the meeting about? Better. You broke up. What was it about? It still doesn't matter. It's called Nanya. Nanya business. It does kind of matter to me. Because, I mean, he's messing up the whole show. You're messing up the whole show, talking about stuff nobody yeah. cares to hear about. <laughs> okay, one more question. One more question, then we'll do football picks. Ready? Yeah. Some, the game is somebody has to die. All right? So if you had to pick between the president dying or your most productive fantasy football player, who would die? Just ten. Easy. Who? I'm I'm passing. I want to hear Paul's answer first. You don't know either person. Well, who are the choices? The president of the United States or 
your most productive fantasy football player? Somebody has to die. Who is it? And I get to pick? You have to pick. Well, generally, I usually go with uh, when I have to pick somebody to die. It doesn't happen that often, but, you know, <laughs> like most people, every once in a while, you know, somebody comes up and gives you that choice, and it can be tough. But what I've what I've, oh, kind of figured out is it's probably best to sacrifice the person who's lived a much longer life. Correct. And give, give the younger person uh, a chance to live more, so... Uh, if the president's older than my most productive fantasy football player, I guess, you know, I'd go with the older person there. Okay, what about you, very, Justin? Very politically correct answer. Yeah, I know. Boring. Justin? Well, of course it's my fantasy football guy because he's much younger. And number two, he's actually useful. Okay. For me, I would pick the fantasy football, the fantasy football player to die. Because when the... If a president dies in office, <clears throat> it throws the whole country into chaos and it's really traumatic for everybody. I would rather have the fantasy football player die. Well, if, if we could president. throw in the, the, the president, the vice president, and the speaker, that would work. No, nope, it's just the president. Oh. So. <laughs> um, Paul, how many cats do you have? This is topic number two after you said one topic. I don't Doesn't care. Matter. I'm the host. Paul, how many cats do you have in your house? Uh, is it three. Three, okay. What are their names? Why? Because I'm asking questions on a show. What are their names? Oh. Interested. I would go with none. Let's call, let's, call them, let's call them A, B, and C. Oh, my nice. God. So let's say this goes to show how much you don't care about my life because if you did, <laughs> you already know. Okay, so now the only thing he cares about your life is keeping you up at this point. I know, I it's yeah. sadistic. So cats <clears throat> A, B, and C. If you had to pick one cat nope. to die, not going to pick one. But then the other two would live. Uh huh. But you had to pick one. Let's say you were on a, like a rowboat with these three cats, and there's only enough food for four organisms. Or well, can you catch fish? Because then you can get more food. Three organisms, three mammals. So you had to get rid of one to live. Why do you got to get rid of one? Why can't you just fish? You can't fish. You don't have a pole. Okay, why can't you catch a bird that lands on the boat? Because you got three cats, they would catch one. There's no birds. You're in the Dead Sea. <laughs> well, that's not in the ocean, then. That's um, a landlocked lake. <clears throat> well, you're like in the middle of it, and there's. It's not it doesn't big. matter. So, Paul, would you sacrifice like one cat to save the other two? I don't see how that would ever come up. <sighs> well, it's never going to come up. But would you do it? And which cat would it be? Well, that's kind of a leading question. No, it isn't. Would you, would you do it, and which one would it be? That's 100% a leading question. What are you, a judge? Are you going to nail yeah. me for leading the witness? Okay. Yeah, stop your badgering. You got, <laughs> there's got to be one cat that you don't like that much, as much as the other two. Irrelevant. 
I think it's probably the one named Mike. He has no cats named Mike. I don't even know what his cats' names are. They probably are. If they were, that would be the one first one to go. (laughs) (laughs) Justin, if you were in the same situation with three pets on a boat, would you kill one to save the three of you? Of course. Yeah. That's what I thought. I don't see why like Paul's being a baby and ruining the game. It's well, a dumb I don't game. have any pets. Of course I would. It's a dumb game, right. and the, the ATA, AITA story was dumb, too. And everything well, where's it going? Nowhere. If I said, yeah. If I said, oh, yeah, the oldest. But, like, is, is there somewhere else to go with this story? Or yes. Is dumb and boring. No, it's not dumb or boring. What's the oldest cat's name? Like if you, hey. Mike. What? How about you? Would you do it? Absolutely, I would. Mike doesn't have any pets. Oh, oh, oh okay. How about kid, this, Mike? So you can't ask him which one of his kids would he kill. To well, save. hold on, hold on. How about this one, Mike? If you so, were on a boat and blah 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 blah, and a voice said, "If you cut off your arm, you can live. If you don't, you're gonna die." Would you? Yes. You're an idiot. That's a hallucination. <laughs> You hear you listen to voices in your head all the time. <laughs> I'm listening to voices in my head right now. <laughs> in these earphones. Okay. All right, Paul. Do you want to do the football picks so you can go to sleep? Because I know you got yes, a busy, please. busy day of some sort of meeting tomorrow. It's probably <coughs> it's Shit. probably over like a traffic ticket or something. I don't have. Re- his name isn't Paul anymore. It's John. Enough notice. I told you last night. That's enough notice. I didn't. I didn't remember that. Maybe I didn't even think it was Maybe real. Maybe you should write like shit whole down. Week and a half of not hearing from you. Maybe or, you should write shit down. Seriously, well, I just didn't That's even message. believe it. Yeah. Well, maybe you could, like a half hour. Before Maybe you should like, get a good oh, Wi-Fi hey, signal. It doesn't break up every two seconds. Uh, he's in Indiana. It's not really a state. That's true. It's more like a territory or something. Maybe it's yours. It's breaking up. No, Justin you're is. One, you're the one down in the basement. Is his Wi-Fi breaking up, Justin? Is Paul talking and then it drops anybody. out? Okay. All right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Anyway, Paul, let's do the football picks. No more silly questions. If I can't hear you, it must be your signal that's going out, not mine. I want to keep arguing now. I don't now. I don't want to do the football picks. <laughs> Week nine, Thursday night, Philadelphia Eagles at Texans. Philadelphia is a fourteen-point favorite on the road at Houston. Mike. Oh, that's that's easy. It's Philadelphia for sure. They'll cover. Justin, I think it's a very tough, tough one. Um, yeah, I think Philadelphia is going to win the game because Houston's going to be is in the sweepstakes for the number one pick for a quarterback because several big time quarterbacks are coming out. But I, thirteen sounds like an awful lot. Who do who, I got to go? Uh, you know what? I'm just going to take the Texans. Hell with it. Yeah. I agree. 14's too many. Philadelphia. But Houston's got a good defense. I'm going to say the score is going to be something like 
23 to 10. Love it. Next up, Sunday afternoon, Buffalo Bills at their in-state, the J-E-T-S, Jet, Jets, Jets. Buffalo is a 12-and-a-half-point favorite at uh, the Meadowlands or East Rutherford or whatever they call it over there in New Jersey. Justin, you're up first. Well, taking a look at the standings here, the Jets are 5-3 and three and the Bills are 6-1, and one, which means if you are a conspiracy theorist um, and you want the, the New York team to stay equal with the New York team, you need the Jets to win, right? Because then it's 6-3 and three versus 6-2. and two. Um, and it's anybody's business. But this one's uh, going to be well decided. What is the point spread, actually? 12 and a half. Oh, give me some Jets, but the Bills win. Yeah, I agree. 12 and a half is too many. I got burned last week betting on Buffalo and a half against the Packers. I'm sure that had to be featured uh Monday night on uh, Sports Center with uh, SVP and the Bad Beats seg with uh, Buffalo Allen throwing an interception when they were about to go up 24 points on uh, third and goal inside the five yard line. <laughs> Instead, the Packers went down and scored a touchdown to get within 10 and uh, cover the spread for this guy. Well, uh, I'm not at least Green Bay's winning at something. Huh? Yeah. I said at least Green Bay's winning at something. Green Bay sucks. Mike? Yeah, they... Well, they covered. Give me the Jets. They covered. They may not win, but I think they're going to cover the 12 and a half points. Oh, that's a trifecta right. for us. Uh-oh. Lock that one in, right? Oh, uh, yeah. That's, that is a lock. I guess. Yeah. Okay, next up we have the Miami Dolphins heading north to Soldier Field, taking on the Chicago Bears. Dolphins are a five-point road favorite. Uh, time up first. Uh, Bears are kind of sort of Jekyll and Hyde. They blew out New England on the road two weeks ago, and then they kind of got tossed by the Cowboys last week. <laughs> Miami, I don't know. I think I'm trying to let's see. The weather's supposed to be nice this weekend, so it's not going to be cold for them. Miami's going to win this game. He, I, I think I'll lay the five points. I don't know. Not real confident on it. Mike, what do you think? Uh, trying to find the game. Well, how about I'll, I'll go while you're playing? Okay. You know what? Hey, no, I got it. I got I just it. Changed, I just no, I just changed my mind. I'm taking the Bears plus five. I'm gonna go with the Bears plus five too. I mean, Fields is uh -oh. starting to get it. I think he's starting to get it. They're not gonna win any games, but um, I think they're definitely gonna cover this time. I mean, Dallas blew blew their fucking doors off, and the Bears just suck, suck, suck. But I don't think the Dolphins are as good as the Cowboys. So I think the Bears cover here. But they're not going right, to win because they never fucking win. Well, I'll let you guys in on the little insight that I know about this game. 
The Bears are two and one at home, so they play a lot better at home for some reason. Number two, there was a lot of trading going on with the Chicago Bears this week. Uh, they traded Roquan Smith, a fabulous right. defensive player, and they brought in Chase Claypool. Is he gonna? Because he's a nitwit. I don't think that he's gonna be. Uh, have learned enough of the offense to make a difference, but I think Roquan Smith in the defense is going to make a big difference. Uh, so yeah, I they do. Traded, th- they traded another defensive starter too. Did they? Okay, maybe maybe I missed yeah. that one then. Um, but I know that they've they've traded a couple guys um, this week uh, in the last two weeks or whatever. Uh, so they're de- they're even a more depleted, terrible team, which is a benefit to Miami. And like you said, Paul, it's not going to be excessively cold for November. So I think that this is going to be basically more of a repeat of the Dallas game. Even though I don't like it, I'm going to take the Dolphins in this Man, one. can I change my pick back again? No. <laughs> so they can only change it once? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm stuck with the Bears. Plus five. All right. Moving on. Your... So the purple helmeted warrior Vikings are out in Landover, Maryland to take on the Washington slash Gilead commanders. The Vikings are a three and a half point road favorite. We're starting out with four road favorites here. Mike, you're up first. My uh, Minnesota half at Washington. Well, Minnesota just picked up that great tight end from Detroit. What's his? How do you pronounce his last name, Justin? Is it Hocus something or other? It's Hawkinson. Hackensack? Hawkinson? TJ Hawkinson. Hawkinson. I'm sorry. Hawkinson. And I think that was Round the final piece. That was the final piece that the Vikings needed to go ahead and win the Super Bowl this year. I'm going to take the Vikings, and I think they're going to cover. They're, you know, they are going to cover. The commanders are awful. You said they never cover. They're going to cover now that they got Hawkinson. <laughs> okay. He was the final Justin. piece. Well, much much like your argument, Taylor Heineke, Heinderlicky, I should say, is going to kick through the front door and cut his leg up again like he did with the Vikings, which he was summarily kicked out of town. Um, so I think that he's got some open wounds, so to speak, um, with the Vikings, and he's going to take his revenge. I, I'm going with the, the Washington football Redskins on this one. Commanders. Redskins. They're the commanders. Wait, so Heineke played for the Vikings? Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Do you remember that, Mike? No. It's another one of his delusions. They probably reported it on Newsmax. Yeah. Man, I just don't know. Like, I, I, I bet against Washington. I think two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. When they played the Bears, I guess that was three weeks ago now. And uh, yeah. And I thought Washington was one of the worst teams in the league, and then. They've actually been competitive Alaska. Well, they beat, uh... but the Vikings are a little bit superior team at this point to either the Colts or the Bears. So, although you know the Vikings are due for some kind of letdown at some point here, I'm I'm sticking with the uh, I'm going with the Vikings as much as I don't like to. 
And that's all I have to say. Uh, next up, Carolina Panthers. The 2-6 and six Carolina Panthers taking on the 4-4 four and four Cincinnati Bengals coming off uh, an ass-kicking by the Cleveland Browns on Monday night. The Bengals are a 7.5-point favorite at home league. Justin, you're up first. Wait, did you just go? No. Yeah, you're up first. Yeah. Well, I do not like Carolina. They've got a a 27-year-old rookie quarterback who played in some knockoff league that they've got starting for them. Um, They got rid of Christian McCaffrey. They've been wholesale changing their entire uh, team. They've got a, um, you know, temporary head coach. It's just not looking good in that situation right there for him. He traded for Levishka Chano and he can't find the field. Um, so Cincinnati took a bad beat on Monday night, and you know what? Carolina's going to pay for it. So give me Cincinnati. I agree. Uh, I don't know what's the deal with Levishka Chano. I thought maybe he was going to be. Uh, I thought maybe he was going to fall kind of in the uh, the Debo Samuel mode this year, but hasn't happened. And I think they get punked by the Bengals, who are going to be angry. Mike, what say you? The Bengals have given up. It's over for the Bengals. Don't bet on them anymore. Last year was an aberration. This team is who we thought they were. They're the Cincinnati Bungles. Give me Carolina to cover. Lock of the week. <laughs> okay. What was that block right. head of the week? Is that your pick? <laughs> you want to compare records, Justin? Sure. We'll do that next week. I promise. <laughs> we can compare records okay, all along. Doesn't matter to me because I don't care. Let's move up to Foxborough. Where the four and four New England Patriots are playing host to the three, four, and one Indianapolis Colts. Patriots are a five and a half point favorite at home. Oh, golly. I I'll start with this one. And I don't like this game. Uh, I think the Patriots are kind of a, a real up and down team. Indy's mostly a down team, but I think uh, I think this is actually a game that the Colts may win. Uh, I think Patriots are due for a down week. If they got blown out by like 20-some home to the Bears, why can't the Colts beat them? I'll take the Colts in the five and a half points. Mike? Uh... It's a game I don't even want to pick because it's two garbage teams. Just wait for the next game then. Oh, God. Give me the Pats to cover at home. You got it, Justin. I don't know if I want to make this a lock, but this is what I see. I see um, that Matt Jones is returning to the starting helm. Um, The coach or the owner for the Colts is saying... Um, start the second year player let's see what we got in him Jonathan Taylor has a bum ankle um, and then oh yeah that's right second year guy starting his second game 
And what is Belichick going to do to you, said young, young Bison. It doesn't sound good for their Ellingson or whatever the hell his name is. Um, Ellinger. Yeah, there you go. Um, there's not a very good track record for young quarterbacks going up against Belichick their first couple times. So I'm all over New England to win. Five seems like a lot of points for their anemic offense. But I think that um, I'm going to go with New England. Sounds uh, somewhat rational. Next up, two teams that you guys are going to be very excited about. Detroit. The Green Bay Packers heading to Motown, taking on the Kitties. The Packers are a four-point favorite on the road. Mike, you're up first. Why would the Packers be favored against the Lions? Why? I mean, they have the better player than Aaron Rodgers, supposedly. Yeah, all they have is Aaron Rodgers. Give me the kitties in the litter box. They'll, 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 they're going to win the game outright. Okay, Justin. I don't even care about Green Bay anymore. They're so, they're so terrible. It doesn't matter in the division. They're finishing second, third, fourth. It doesn't matter. They ain't finishing first. Um, so, yeah, let's go with the Motor City Kitties because they're due for a breakout game again. I threw up a bunch of points against Green Bay's anemic defense. So, they're off at Green Bay. We can have about a million shots of Rodgers making faces after he throws a ball in and looking like Frankenstein with a beard sitting on the bench. So, you know, I was thinking that I would agree with you guys, but then I just remembered about what a big difference Mike told me that uh, TJ Hackensack is going to make for the Vikings at tight end. And then, uh, my goodness, what a tremendous loss that's going to be for the Lions. Hmm. Yeah, but the Lions so weren't I, using I, them well. Pardon? The Lions weren't using them well. The one game that uh, they had their guys uh, out, he got, got like eight catches, two touchdowns, and 150 yards. Right. And then, then they went thrown back to uh, throwing Amon Brown. So so maybe maybe he just wasn't the, the right fit for the Lions. And they'll, they'll figure out a way to beat the Packers or keep it close. And I guess that makes this a uh, Mike Justin and Paul Locke. Ew! Lock it up. Okay, next. You should have. Do you, do you, do you have like a, a, a door slamming or a vault closing or something sound you can put in there for the locks? Lock or like the lock just went. <laughs> something. Anyway, okay, next up. We've got the Los Angeles Chargers. Hot Lana to take on the Dirty Birds. The Bolts are a three-and-a-half-point road favorite. Justin, you're up first. Wow, it just doesn't seem like the Chargers are an above 500 team. They're four and three. Doesn't it seem like they got two wins or one win or something like that? The way they're perceived in, in the everything. Um, Atlanta is... What, what is the saying? Uh, like... I don't know. And a sheep, uh, he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. 
except lamb and wolf's clothing, I think Atlanta is. Um, I think that'd be a more more accurate way to say it. They suck ass. But um, Cordero Patterson being, you know, uh, he's going to f- finish pulling candles off his cake and going to rejoin the team, you know, 3,500 candles or whatever the hell it is. But, I mean, I think that uh, coming off the bye week, I think the Chargers will be more healthy. I'm just going to go with the Chargers. The Falcons suck. Well, you are talking a lot of the NFC South division leading Atlanta Falcons. They are in sole possession of first place with their mighty 4-4 and record. Of a horrible, horrible and conference. The Chargers, I don't know. They're kind of like, uh, who's that other team? Uh, the Rams. They're just like totally off. Look, they're, they're just kind of off from where they should be. Uh, I don't guarantee a Atlanta victory, but I think the Chargers aren't running away from anybody. And I, I'm going to take Atlanta in the three and a half points. Mike? Give me those bolts. Give me those L.A. Chargers. They're going to stomp the guts out of the <coughs> horrible, horrible Falcons. Die, dirty birds, die. Put them into a cannon. The horrible, horrible NFC South leading Atlanta Falcons. Put them into a cannon and shoot them into the sun. They're awful. Let's go, bolts. San Diego. Super, Super Chargers. Chargers. San Diego. Super Chargers. I don't know that one. Well, maybe you guys will have a song for one of these two teams. The Las Vegas Raiders. Like Coming a cool off. breeze. I have a sw- I have Coming a- off the most disappointing game. Losing 24 nothing to New Orleans. I think one catch for three yards. And I don't know how that happened. Didn't see any of the game, but uh, I think they really put a gigantic hole in their uh, playoff chances. The Raiders now 2-5 and five visiting the Jaguars. The Raiders are one-and-a-half point favorite on the road. And let's see, who's up first? Uh, I believe, wow, I guess it's me. Uh, ugh, I don't know. I could see the Raiders kind of bouncing back, but I don't know. They may just pack it in and be done. I'll take Jacksonville. Mike? It, it's a nobody cares game. So I'll just go ahead and take Jacksonville just because I don't care. I mean, don't even listen to me for this pick because I don't care about either team. I I don't know anything about them. I've written them off. They're trash. Don't even bet this game. Paul? Yeah. I mean, I already picked Jacksonville. I will say I, I watched some of Jacksonville. They play in the... Uh, yeah, they played in the early London game last week against Denver. They lost, but I like uh, Jacksonville's offense somewhat. Uh, ETN is really running well. He's getting more carries now that Robinson's out of the picture, and uh, I think he's going to run over the Raiders. So I'm, I'm, 
Dustin? Well, is ETN going to run over the Raiders or is Jacob going to run over the Jags? That is well. the question. Um, I mean, Derek Carr was totally inept again last week. Trevor Lawrence looks like he's a bust, not the, the second coming of anything other than a bust. Um, the thing, though, is, is that, in my opinion, I thought the Raiders acquired a bunch of high-profile, big-time defensive players. It's not showing up. Meanwhile, Jacksonville has a bunch of young guys, and they are showing up. Jacksonville is actually plus 14 in point differential being 2-6. and six. So they're losing by a very, very, very small margin. All right? And then they made the big trade this week. They got well, Calvin they had, Ridley. They had two two blowout wins over the Chargers and the Colts. Yep, and they've they had two real close losses. But they got Calvin Ridley from the Falcons. Uh, is he still playing? No, he'll be suspended until next year. But they got him. It shows that the management's going out to help him next year. Is uh, he the so, one that just like quit last year for <laughs> personal reasons? Uh, no, he got uh, injured, so he was away from the team when um, he made a $1,200 bet on a game, and they suspended him for a year because he was away from the team for two weeks or whatever, doing some personal shit. Okay, so you're picking the Jaguars? Yes, let's go with the Jaguars. Oh, there it is. Cue the sound effect. Oh, that's a lock again? It's another lock. That's a lock we're all going to lose for sure. Hey, probably. Like all right, we got four more games. Seahawks Seahawks sporting a 5-3 and three record, taking that down to take on NFC West division rival the Arizona Cardinals in Glendale. The Cardinals at home with their 3-5 and five record are a two-point favorite. Mike? Give me those sea chickens. I've always been a huge Geno Smith fan. I knew it, that he was wasting his time sitting on the bench all those years, and now he's finally had his chance to get in there and shine like a big, bright, shining star. Give me those Seahawks. I love them in this game. Are you sure it's okay to root for Geno Smith, though, when he's not on your team? Isn't that kind of like rooting for another team? No, I'm betting, so I root for whoever I put money up. Oh, okay. Right? Justin, what do you say? I say I need two fingers for the matchup to throw them, stick them way down my throat so I can puke on Mike's shoes because this, this is a dog. Both these teams are terrible, even though one of them is a division leader right now. Oh, my God, this is just terrible. Freaking Geno Smith, are you kidding me? And the miniature Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, Kyler Murray. God, is he terrible. But with all that being said, let's go with the Redbirds, not the Dirty Sea Chickens. Okay, you got him. I was just looking up the uh, looking up to see how Seattle has fared on the road so far this year. They've just been getting lucky everywhere. Looks like they got spanked at San Francisco. They uh, they pulled out that magnificent 48-45 victory on the Detroit. They lost by seven at New Orleans. And they went on the road and 
spanked the Chargers by 14. So I was a little concerned that, uh, you know, maybe they're not as good on the road without the 12th man, as they say, but I think they can take care of Arizona. I'm going with Seattle. Next up, the Los Angeles Rams in the Sunshine State taking on the Tampa Brady Buccaneers. Buccaneers with three and five record are a three point favorite at home. Justin, you're up first. Big, big, big game for both teams. Um, it's a get right game. One of these teams is either going to get right and one of them is going to be going home, basically, from the sounds of it. Well, I mean, only if the Rams lose, that's the case. But um, no, I, um, it McVeigh. I'm I'm convinced that McVeigh has gotten into his own head, and either that or he's got too much uh, hair cream getting into his skull, and something's going wrong there. It seems like you know he ran Jared Goff out of town. Now, now Matt, Matt Stafford looks exactly like Jared Goff. Um, he's running. They uh, don't look anything alike. They're different really? heights and everything, different ages. Yeah. Well, you're racist. They're both white, so they're. Um, <sighs> I mean, now he's fighting with Cam Akers. It seems like he's fighting with somebody on his own team all the time, um, and calling him out for no reason. So I don't know how long that's going to happen. How long that's going to you know work out. Uh, with him having, you know, running all these plates for Cup while Allen Robinson does nothing there. And their defense isn't the vaunted defense that it was supposed to be based off of all of their offseason acquisitions again. Um, so, I mean, that, that ship might be coming apart here, and uh, it'll be time for retooling with them. So I, I have too much faith in Book Brady. Not to mention I have him on some fe- a couple of fantasy teams, so I need him to do good. So I'm going... Tampa Bay, all the way, baby. Is that a J&J Dynasty super lock pick? No. I think that pick is brought to you by J&J Dynasty on YouTube. Check out that channel. I don't know what you're talking about. J&J Dynasty. That's J.J. Dynasty <laughs> Football NFL on YouTube. Uh, you know what? I this is I I agree. This is a big game for. I don't know if either team's actually going to get right, but uh, especially for the Rams, if they lose this game and drop to if their playoff chances are just about nil, I think uh, Tampa's actually got a better shot, even if they drop to. Well, they're already three and five. They dropped to three and six. That looks bad, but I don't know. I think Tampa's done. Brady's done. Uh, yeah, the Rams don't look right, but I think they've they've got more, and so I think they're gonna get things figured out. I think they'll they'll not only stay within three. I think they'll win the game. They have to. It's a must win, Mike. Buccaneers. Enough said. Okay, Sunday Night Football, the Tennessee taking on the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead. Chiefs are laying 12 and a half points at home against the Titans. 
Uh, let's see. I'm up first. Uh, 12 and a half points is way too many. I don't know if Tannehill's playing or not. Matter. Tennessee's got, a, I think, a decent defense. I don't really know, but uh, I, I think they can stay within 12 and a half. Too many points. Give me the Titans. Mike? Same here. 12 and a half is a lot of points. Titans are a good team. The Titans may not win, but I do believe they're going to cover. Titans in 12. Justin. Oh, I, I, Mike and his great radio. Buccaneers, enough said. That That's the kind of... Uh, well, you sucked up all the time. You suck it all up with your... J and J Dynasty, like expert analysis, is like no le- time left for anybody else. So spend ten minutes on this game. <laughs> All right, fine. Be that way. Um, yeah, my personal opinion is is I don't think that um, they can score. Malik Willis is a joke. He couldn't handle it at Auburn, so he went down a level in college, and now he's supposed to be something. Well, you saw that they don't trust him to throw the dang ball because he can't. Uh, well, he can throw the ball. He just can't find a receiver to throw to. I mean, Kansas City is going to score 20-some points, and Tennessee isn't going to break double digits. You know, so there you go. Uh, let's go, Tan- Let's go, KC all the way, baby. All right, you got him. And finally, uh, looks like we've got the Baltimore Ravens heading down to New Orleans, taking on the Saints in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Ravens on the road, two and a half favorite. Mike? Nevermore, nevermore. The, right, the Ravens will lose nevermore. They picked up a good defensive tackle from Chicago. I think they got it figured out. Give me those Ravens all day long. All night long. Caw. Caw. All right. He's fading the Saints in their 24 nothing blanking of the Raiders. Justin. Well, the, the, the question comes is uh, which Andy Dalton is going to show up. The good Andy Dalton and the bad Andy Dalton. The red-haired, shitty one that's been shitty for like five years. He'll still be there. And he'll be shitty. All the versions are red. He's going to be garbage. Kind of grumpily. Um, I do like the Ravens' defense, even though New Orleans has a hell of a defense themselves. Um, What was the point spread on this one again? Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half for the... Minus two and a half. Yeah. <sighs> that's a, it's that's a tough line, man. Um, Why is that tough? Why is this game even tough? The Ravens well, are clearly a better team. Just pick the I'm Ravens. I'm not picking the team with the prettier uniforms, Mike. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd be on the Saints for sure if that was the case. <laughs> Um, you know what? Let me go with the Saints. I think it's uh, the Saints win by three. Because why not? God, worst pick of all time. Okay. Hey, I'm going to follow that up with uh, a concurrence. Coming off that 20 
nothing victory, even if it was over the Raiders. I think the Saints have uh, got some things figured out. They're on a roll. They're staying home all week. They're not traveling. No hurricanes think, coming uh, through. The Raiders are the worst ever. The worst. I thought you said the opposite of that the last two weeks when you made picks for them. Oh, they shown me how bad they are. How could you? How could you? Exp- oh, never mind. Go ahead. Both take the Saints. That's great. Yep. The Saints and two and a half points. All right. Well, that's all the games. So that's going to wrap it up. Hey, November 8th is coming up. And if you're listening to this show on November 8th, you need to go and vote wherever you live. That is your duty as a citizen of the great United States of America. Get out there yeah, and there's vote. So many good, there's so many good choices. <laughs> vote for Paul Lambie running for city council in Indianapolis. Vote for... Oh, that's not on the ballot this year. Oh. Vote for McTavish Winter in Minnesota for governor. And just get out there and do your civic duty and vote. Please vote. Plug your podcast into your car or in your earphones. Listen to us on the way to the dang polls and go vote, America. Thank you very much for listening to Wise Cracking with Winter. Good night. What, Paul? Hey, did did either of you guys watch baseball tonight? Uh, yeah. No, Houston won. Cameron. Houston won, unfortunately. The cheaters won. They nice. did actually. They threw they threw a combined no hitter. Oh, nice. That yeah. is that is and, so uh, lame. For, former former and Presley finished it off in the ninth inning. A combined nice. no hitter. That is lame with a capital L. Yeah, with a former well, twin finishing it. He said. So this McTavish winter, is that like three inches long? You just go back to watching Newsmax and chewing on... <laughs> McTavish winter. And I, every time you say that, I think that a snowstorm is coming and that we're going to get like three inches. <laughs> you wish for three inches. <laughs> Some chicks like it that thick across the uh, wide across Everybody the in America but Justin, get out there and vote. Justin, sit home... <laughs> And watch Newsmax and chew on tinfoil and whatever else you do. It's You don't chew on tinfoil. You put it on your head, dude. Come on. Everybody no, knows that. No. I can imagine you having a tinfoil hat, getting bored, balling it up, and chewing it while watching Tucker Carlson. That's you on a Friday night. That's what I'm seeing happening. <laughs> I'd only chew on tinfoil if I had to go to a poker party with you. Okay. All right. I. I you know what? If I did have a poker party, I bet you only know how to play one game. Yeah. You see, Specializing one. And then you call Down yourself. You, no, you only know one game. And then these people call themselves poker players. Yeah, I'm a poker player. Okay, cool. We're going to play a variety of seven card games. Oh, dude. I just know Texas Hold'em. Is it going to be a tournament? Do I just buy so in? What, Is it what, a Texas what are you, what are you tournament? crying about? You want to play Miami, Chicago, QS, 10D? Seven card stud, hold them. What do you want to do? So you know more than one game of text than just Texas Hold'em. Can no, you play Omaha? No, I don't. You don't know how to play Omaha. Man, I put this. But you're a poker player. Okay, all right, makes sense. All right, all right, all right. I'm done breaking Justin's balls for one night. Paul, go to bed so you can make your big meeting to argue your traffic ticket. 
And uh, we'll see you guys next time on the big show, Wise Cracking with Winter. Make sure you tell a friend and rate and review us on whatever podcasting app you use. Good night.